I'm not gonna hate on you, but a lot of people just live in this self-righteous world. Like they're they're they don't got problems. They're they're, they're perfect. Or you just know how to hide. Infamous infamous movie, Scarface. You know, oh good, you're not good. You know, you guys think I'm the bad guy? No, you're the bad guy. You know, the reason why you think you're good, you just know how to hide. And guys like me, people like you that are listening and watching that are always in trouble, that are always the one, you know, just seems like there's always someone or something against you. There's a reason why you're like that. Channel it the right way. Be a positive influence in this small little world you have. And, and my boy, I'm telling you, you, you watch your life change when you change. What's up, everybody? I hope you guys are doing great. Happy Friday. Man, you know what? It's hot. We are in dead summer heat now, and I'm not happy. You're not happy. But I'm happy that we're here for another podcast, another live reaction. And I just want to give you guys a big shout out. Thank you for your love and your support. It's insane to see to visually see the support and uh, not only that but to hear from it from dms from people just hitting me up man i mean so far the episode five season four is just popping right now but i just want to give a big shout out to my guys Jomi, j havana g cardona last week's podcast let's go to that two box look at this i mean we dro we just dropped it because this is already pre-recorded of course man but we're doing we're doing it up man youtube page is you know really my whole content feed you know just to kind of show you guys my work but where i'm thriving at is apple Podcasts and spotify you know but look man look at we stay consistent look at all these guests we've had on you know from the beginning shout out johnny fisher but last week we had jomi on the pod with g cardona right there and jay havana the week before we had coach coach cordell and his brother angelo or brother-in-law angelo man that was a good podcast i'm actually should be on their podcast pretty soon and my boy soup we are starting a podcast man and uh me him and justin willis shout out you guys man you know we're gonna come to your house and cook some food but yeah shout out monty torres you guys haven't seen that one man that's the goat of the 10 o'clock news here in the central valley shout out monty torres but not only that, yes, season four, episode five with your boy, Jose Cruz. Yes, your favorite Native American. And uh, we got wifey game on the pod. What's up, Laura? Look at her. She's pushing buttons. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's weird to turn the switch on when it's just us in a garage. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> She's, you see this, you should see her face. She can't even talk to her. Press the button. All right, baby, real quick. Um... Thoughts so far as uh, past four episodes, what do you recall? And what are your thoughts on why, why should people watch the last four episodes? Um, well, I think they just get better and better. Um, the content that we have and the people is, you don't get stuck on just one topic or even just one genre of yeah. uh, people coming on. You know, we have such a wide variety of people and it's so, we don't get bored. You know, oh, <clears throat> another artist, another artist, another artist. We change it up. And yeah. I, I love that about it. Yeah. And I, I like how you said we don't stick on one topic. You know, 
a lot of people that I've seen, especially in the church world, the church community, oh, I've been hurt. Oh, church hurt. I've been hurt. How to overcome church hurt. It's like, man, get over yourself. That's the problem with you church people. Yeah, you make it it's, about you. it's redundant. <laughs> it's, I mean, okay, yeah. let's get past that. What uh-huh. do we do? Because, I mean, we all feel like that. But we're like, okay, I'm... I need more. Yeah. I need I need to see that there's something else out there besides being hurt. Or re- the regurgitation of uh, life and culture and where we're at. Because, again, I want to cover big topics. I want to, you know, and you get podcasts locally. Shout out to you guys that are putting in the work, man. But I, I don't want to be like you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to copy you. I don't want to copy certain other podcasts and try to mash them all together and put them into one and oh what are my thoughts on justin bieber and where i don't care about justin bieber Mm -hmm. you know i listened to that one song he sang with chandler moore whatever his name is um you know how he loves us man that song slaps i'll worship to it you know but i don't care about these guys man i feel like that's the problem with a lot of podcasting today man is they just they're trying to go trendy but they themselves aren't in the trend or in the mix of reality because they're hardly ever on social media personally you know, so I feel like that's a double standard. It's like, bro, if you're going to cover big news, how much are you really on your phone? How much are you really trying to stay in touch? Or are you only doing it for the show? Yeah. And I kind of feel if I'm going to um, put time into listening because I'm, my time is... <clears throat> it's valuable. I'm, I'm moving all the time. She is. So I want to listen to something that's going to be uplifting, something that I learn. I don't want to listen to um, what celebrities are doing i don't care what they're doing our lifestyles are not the same you know our beliefs are not the same i want to listen to somebody who at uh, like um monte torres yeah you know his thoughts and his values and his family and um you know what he's doing as a as a father and i want to listen to stuff like that yeah especially as a heavy influencer in you know the news industry you know it's, it's local news but i know from Certain posts, because he is a, he is a believer in Christ, man. He is a follower. He's very spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, man, he carries a lot of weight and a lot of opinion and a lot of influence, you know. So and a lot of people respect that. And it's like you don't ever see Monty just jumping on podcasting. Now he said, from what we talked, he wanted to he wanted to start his own or possibly just get into something like that, man. Because I do that. I believe that man has a lot to say, especially with our podcast with Soup. You yeah. What would you think about Soupy? I know we're doing a quick recap. No, I like Soupy because, I mean, he's just a down-to-earth guy. It's my dog. He's, he's never going to make himself look something that he's not. And I mm-hmm. think that's that's, gen, that's something genuine about him. And also about his game of life. You know, yeah. you, when you can put it into um, <clears throat> relatable Everybody loves Super Mario. It's like that is exactly yeah, our life. Yeah, if you don't we love Super Mario, downs, you need get... <laughs> Jesus, right? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but that's but, what I'm saying. You're right. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but that remind because again, you, everyone loves Super Mario. Yeah. And when you say he brought that up as a reference, people can be like, "Man, that makes sense." Yeah, it does. You know, I can relate to that. You know. Mm-hmm. My damn cousin threw a shell at me because they're a hater. I'm small again, but guess what? I'm finna find that mushroom again. Well, I'm gonna find that star. <laughs> yep, and I'm gonna knock you out. You know, <laughs> but again, that one, Soupy. Again, we made a big announcement. We've got a couple of people, you know, hit the show up, or at least here, and gave us some uh, okay names, even on the on the to- on their comments on YouTube. But um, we, you know, I know there's a couple of them that I'm looking at that we're gonna be doing good. The first episode's gonna be a good one. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so then we had uh, Coach Cordell, man, Coach Taylor and Angelo, man. Those guys are great guys. Yeah. I found out in, if I would ever have been born black, man, that's what that legit the would have been my brother. The similarities were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, a black version of you. So Straight that means up. there has to be different versions of there, you. See, there is, man. God's like, Jose, he's native and also he could be black. <laughs> you know, so that one to <laughs> that me was, was hilarious. But what's even funnier is that... Um, <laughs> You also look resembled. That's my boy. Um, now in session. Oh yeah, the, so, when I was on, when they were on our pod, that was yeah. in season three. You guys look like twins when you put on his oh, glasses. Oh me, Lucky, shout out Lucky. <laughs> you know I'm also can't. Was it like I'm, I'm lay ocean now? It's funny how you can uh, look like somebody and then I'm find somebody who's like your similarities are the same. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> when you, now, I remember yeah. that that podcast. If they haven't seen it, they need to watch that one. Yeah. Because that one was really good. <clears throat> that was fun. I like those guys. Uh, but also to get back into season four, just last <laughs> week we had Joe Mion, Jay Havana, G. Cardona. Yes. Just great guys, man. You know, in the music industry, man, just trying to cut it, you know, just trying to keep cutting through all that mess and just keeping the authentic, 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 authentic self, mm-hmm. you know, and... One thing I liked about that pod, because again, I'm not a, I'm not really into the hip scene. Yeah, you know, I don't care about that. I genuinely don't, but I care about them. I care about their story, yeah. you know. But yeah, you guys tune in, man. Season four is a go. I ha- I want to tell you. I would say maybe next episode, episode six or seven, is going to be a good one. You guys have heard a lot of my. Church hurt and church experiences, especially with people. Uh, but there's one particular person that I feel that God has. This is why God is so good, man, because mm-hmm. God is the God of reconciliation. Yeah, he is. You know, and I have a big podcast plan. I might lose some friends. Mm-hmm. I might get made fun of. But in saying that, I do want to say that when we started the podcast, um, I mean, as adults in, a, in every stage of life mm-hmm. we grow we make mistakes You're like man i didn't i don't like that yeah, I have so you that. know what they will see <coughs> changes but you know what i really do feel that there are positive changes and we should be doing everyone should be doing those self-awareness in their life you know and that's how we grow and that's how we move on yeah what do you do no i'm listening <laughs> i'm pointing at the cameras like yeah i'm telling you i'm like listen you know, because if we're the same all the time, life gets so, like, boring. boring. We yeah, if you're to, redundant, too. Yeah, and we have to keep growing. So you'll, you will see a change <clears throat> in the dynamic or the guests or just um, growth yeah. on us on camera. I mean, Every day. It's not that we're being, oh, a hypocrite. No, we're, we're trying to, we're finding something different. Well, I just I think what you're saying too, because I do want to get into our topic today, man. Man, it might change, man. For just now, the route we're talking about, you know. But you know, there are times in life where you are at your lowest. You're at your most immaturest. Mm-hmm. You're you're at your lowest mindset of you know wanting to humble yourself. You want you obviously want to be right. You don't want to be wrong. And I'm guilty of that. And I think when you're at a point when you realize, nah, man, it's it was me. Mm-hmm. You know, even though you have validity, even though you have the proof, even though you have yep. everything pointing to you that, hey, yeah, you are the, you were right. You're the victim. 
But if you can't humble yourself, you're the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, because at yeah. the end of it, we try to change people. We try to force people to think like us. At the end of it, we try to be a certain type of way. And it just never works out with certain relationship, family members, pastors, leaders, friends, and the people, whatever, anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and unless you can't really be self-aware and self-reflect that now it's you, man. You got to change the narrative on what is expected of you or what you expect from others. You got to change that because it's, it's, it has to be more than you, yeah. you know. And I think obviously I've said this a thousand times and I'll die on my sword saying this. If you want to find the answer to your problem, look in the mirror. Yeah. That's it. You know, and I think with the, these next couple of podcasts, I don't know when we're going to shoot it, but we're going to shoot it. And it's going to be a pretty big surprise to at least a lot of people in the church community because yeah. of how much, took, how much crap I talked about <laughs> this person. And it's not so much I was just like throwing it out there just to be. I, again, I had valid reason, valid points. At some cases, I was right. I was the victim. But at the end of it, man, God's going to be like... You didn't humble yourself. It's on you. Yeah, and also, like, <clears throat> did you feel like you could move on having yeah. that? Yeah, I, I could never move on. Because every was... time I thought about it, I was losing. You know, until, until I had to get to a point where I had to stop thinking about it, I'm not losing. Mm-hmm. And if I, not, not when I think about it, but anytime I think about it, I'm not getting angry or bringing back in a, a yeah. feeling or a memory. or Because we all have that. Yeah. Until you, you think about it, and you're like, well, I hope they're doing good. That's when you know you've changed. Yeah. You know, so I think the next podcast, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to be about it. You know, practice what you preach. Yeah. Preach yeah. what you practice. Shit. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I like butts, man. You know, like my boy sure makes a lot, man. I like big butts, man. I cannot lie. All your other brothers can't deny. Jesus. I when the wifey walk in with the big. <laughs> but now today, man, episode five in full effect. And we're going to do a live reaction before we go to that shot. Before, man, I want to give you guys. I'm going to tell you guys right now. I am a big Andrew Tate fan. And up, up. I see you guys just clicking away. When you guys come back, I'll wait for you. Uh, yes, you heard me say it. Oh, he's a bigot. He's a misogynist. No, you're just jealous because you're not rich like him, period. You don't have a Bugatti. At any point in life, if someone's like, here's $100 million, go get what you want, you're going to jump on it. Don't give me the self-righteous BS. Oh, I'm good with my $50,000, $60,000 a year job, even if you're making that. Trust me. I would be living it up like that with the wifey, with my kids. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be like that because he's single. Mm. Hey, man, do you, boo-boo. But a few weeks ago, uh, let's go to that two-shot. Uh, a few weeks ago, Andrew Tate. Well, yeah, well, look, yeah, here. So, but again, still here podcast. You guys subscribe to us. Pushing 300. Woo! Let's get that three. <laughs> you know, but I don't. again, I don't care about YouTube. YouTube's hard to grow on, man. Facts. But... Man, I got the speaker right there. Into my entire life and oh, it's my boy. Here it is. Yeah, we're gonna do a live reaction to this podcast. Andrew Tate exclusive interview, jail life, 
the BBC reaction, the Matrix, religion, future plans. This is on the Patrick uh, Bet David podcast. I don't, know, I don't know. He has a long name, but I like this guy, pa uh, Patrick. Man, now I'm at the click out of that speakers in the way. Yeah, but this guy right here, PBD. I'm sure people have seen it. Yeah, again, it's over inundated on social media, especially TikTok. Mm -hmm. But this is an exclusive interview with Andrew Tate, just coming off the BBC interview with What's Her Name. Um, and I listened to this podcast three times, like fully. And and so in saying that, I mean, I have a bunch of notes. I wanted to do live. I wanted to do a. Uh, a live reaction and talk about it, but everybody was doing it. Ruslan, Ruslan's a clown, even though he's a Christian brother. You're a clown, Ruslan, because all you do is clout chase. You make your crappy thumbnails. So, but I'm not. I'm just. I'm just saying. Possibly, maybe I'm just a hater. But after a while, you just sound like you're just clout chasing or whining. No, well, yeah, Sometimes. that. But whatever but again a lot of people want to do live reactions and i want to do it after the fact when it's kind of settled when it's because <clears throat> he said a lot of interesting things um and to bear in mind man andrew tate was you know i i say in the beginning of his years when he started making his money pretty douchey pretty uh typical you know and i think a lot of people just hate that because again it's not them you know, and me, I didn't hate on nobody. I'm not going to hate on nobody who's wealthier than me. I'm like, how do I be around them? You know, how do I grow in that? But I took down some time codes. I got a few points and just listen to it as we go and just do a live reaction to this, man. So let's uh, let's go to that. Let's listen to this first point. To, to find something shows they don't have a case. So he's talking Why about BBC. Is because... They didn't have a case when they were trying to hit me. With oh, no, star, no, his thought, you know uh, court case in Romania and all that. Let me skip to time code 52. Now, if you guys want to listen to all this, I would suggest watch this whole thing and see how this man really is. Battle cruiser, the Bismarck. And the Hood should have outgunned the Bismarck. And it was the best German ship against the best British ship. By absolute fluke, the Bismarck on its first This is volume, him talking about the BBC. Perfectly through the top of the hood and blew up the ammo magazine. Mm -hmm. Like in the first shot, within minutes, destroyed the entire HMS hood. Killed like I think it was like three thousand people, two survivors. You can find the video on YouTube. The hood blow into pieces. When Churchill found out the hood was sunk, he said, "Sink the Bismarck. Don't care what it costs." Mm. He sent every ship, every plane, every sub diverted from every other <clears> mission. Doesn't care if we lose every plane we have. Don't care if we lose the RAF. We cannot lose the hood without him losing the Bismarck. Sink the Bismarck. When the Bismarck sunk the hood, all of the crew were celebrating, except the captain. The captain updated his will. He updated his will and telegraphed home to his wife and said goodbye, because he knew. When I destroyed the BBC, my brother was celebrating. I knew. I said, Tristan, no. You don't beat yeah. the British Broadcasting Corporation to make fools of them like Especially this. Especially get away with bullshit. it. We sunk the hood. And he's like, oh, we'll see. Oh, who's this? Evie? Evie. Evie. I fucking knew it. I'm winning too well. I'm scared by the incompetence of these clowns. But I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to lose? I, I, I'm genuinely looking for guidance here. Am I supposed to roll over and fucking lose? Well, yeah, I think obviously what he's talking about, because <clears throat> the people that these guys are, the, the, the women that are victims, that they're not releasing their full identity, just their names, from what I've been seeing in the reports, is 
they they've even backtracked their you know claims against Andrew Tate, you know, and so basically it's just a hit piece on him. We just don't like him. Hmm. He's calling us out. He's calling us out on hypocrisy. Not only because he's anybody can call anybody out. I can call anybody out, but look at my platform, so small. You know, but I feel like the the influence I have just here in the Central Valley, you know, to put out a, a, a genuine topic, you know, especially here. But he's worldwide. He's the most Googled man on planet Earth. He is the top Googled man on planet Earth. And the BBC didn't like that, especially when they came and did that interview with Lucy. I think that's her name. Crappy reporter. Right out the gate, you know, you see, because Andrew Tate recorded everything, and I watched it. What he he hit record and did not stop. And they, when they walked in, they were happy, they were humble, they were oh, we're super excited, keeping it fake. And then right when they hit record, record, ready to go, you know, and they just a, a barrage of questions that were just trying to trap Andrew Tate. You know, and I wanted to do live reaction on that, but every, again, everyone's doing that. You guys look it up, but let's, let's watch into this. When they're lying about me and slandering my name and trying to put me back in a fucking dungeon, back with the cockroaches, all I could do is protest my innocence, but they're such idiots, I make them look so stupid, and then That's there's true. egos involved. You, yeah. think the, you, think the, you think Lucy Williamson hasn't been called into a meeting room <laughs> with some BBC producer saying, you made a fool of us? Yes, yeah. she has, there's egos involved. Big, big businessmen with business interests have ego investment in hurting me now. And I keep winning. So I don't know, I'm in a very precarious scenario. Do I continue to win? Do I, do I let them win a bit? Do I just roll over and shut up? What am I supposed to do? I don't know what the right move is. It's difficult. I just say keep doing what you're doing, man. Mm. You know, he's asking, you know, what should I do? Should I just roll over and shut up? Should I just keep doing what I And I felt like he was asking for help. We, I've never been in that situation. What would I do? It's different when, again, it's a different when you're like, oh, everyone's a UFC fighter. Every fat, overweight guy, oh, I would have done this. Man, shut your fat, obese, as you're eating a burrito in your hand and have a Slurpee. Oh, I would have done it like this, man. Again, it's different to be on the other side, but when you're actually in it, you, you don't know. You know, so... I would say if if the tables were reversed, if I was in that position, man, be carried out on your shield, boy. Again, it's different saying that, you know, but I feel like he just got to keep doing it because was he a possibly a womanizer? You know, he had the webcam business with all them chicks. That's how he started, but he doesn't do that no more. Again, I, like we talked about in the beginning, in life, you just find yourself maturing every mm -hmm. time and you're not doing stuff. You're not saying certain stuff anymore. You're not acting a certain way, you know, and in that interview with the BBC, Lucy was like, you said this about women. And he's like, did you watch the whole four hour podcast or you just took that one clip? No, you didn't. You just took that one clip and that's what you're going to run off. You know, so again, people change over time, but people like them don't want to let that go because you're in the position of your life that you are, again, the most Googled person on planet Earth, most influential person on social media. That's why he got canceled TikTok. And you still see his stuff all over TikToks, you know, our videos getting made, social media. So, again, you can't erase somebody who's been very influential, influential especially in a young man's life. Mm -hmm. You know, so I would say if a speck on planet Earth, he comes across this. Andrew Tate, brother, keep doing what you're doing, bro. You know, 
I, and, I, and I would think, and I would say, from a viewer's perspective, on the outside looking in, you know, man, walk around a little bit more grace and humility. Mm. You know, your your work, you know, your influence, your lifestyle will speak for itself. Your opinions you'll have. Yes, I'm not taking that from you. You know, but when you walk in a little bit of grace and humility, which I feel like you're getting into, you know, after watching these podcasts with you, especially you and your brother, man, handle it more humility. You know, even when you know you're right. People people aren't stupid. For some reason, this government in this world, people think that we, the sheep of underneath the government, are stupid. No, man, we're pretty smart. Yeah. You know, we, we know when somebody's lying. We know when Joe Biden... When he had recently just said, oh, I've sold secrets. Yeah. Well, not like that, you know, or we know about Hunter uh, Biden's laptop. We're not stupid. I think we all know. It's like, it's so. And they, and they just, there. and they deny, deny. So yeah. that's what Andrew Tate's calling out. Yeah. You know, so let's go back. Let's get into that before I just get on my, because I have like a few more other points. Okay. Um, so you, you sincerely don't know what the right move is. I sincerely have decided that the best thing I can do is stay true to my faith and stay true right. to God and tell the truth and fight. The right move for me, I believe, is to fight mm. and, and fight to the end because I think that suicide is always the wrong option. I believe if you're put in a bad position, the best thing you should possibly do is fight to the best of your ability, which is what I'm going to do. That's right. However, if I was looking at it purely logically <laughs> without any kind of ideological motivations, perhaps if I would have shut, shut up when they wanted me to, I wouldn't be in this scenario. But that's just not who I am. Yeah. You know, Alexander the Great didn't have to keep conquering. <laughs> Genghis Khan didn't need to take Vienna. He could have just chilled. He, he kept going. So I feel like when I'm in a... If you guys ever feel like you're the one that always getting in trouble, if you feel like you're the one that's always the black sheep, if you feel like you're the one that it's like, man, I just got to keep going. I just... There's probably a reason why you're like that. Don't, don't stop. Don't quit. You know, but if you have an ego problem or a selfish problem... Fix it. But there's a reason why you're the type of person that bucks the system. Find out why. Find out why. You know, whether it's at a, at a business or a job or a patriarchy, like a family member or type of, or in a, in a ministry, in a church, but figure out how and why, you know, the proper way to combat it, I guess you would say, or question it, you know, because that's how Andrew Tate is. You know, he's like, the only best way I know how to do is just keep fighting. If I die, I die. But I'm suicide is not the answer. <clears throat> Let's go. That that just reminded me of that. Position where I don't know <clears throat> what I'm supposed to do. The best thing I can do is just look to God and tell the truth. Right. And just and that's what I'm doing. I want to ask you one more question regarding human trafficking because this is a heinous charge, or Absolutely. allegedly. Absolutely. I mean, this is not any allegedly this is not stuff. You famously ran a webcam <clears throat> business, Correct. perfectly legal. Oh, we were just talking about that. this. I mean, yeah. I can't tell you how many women are doing OnlyFans these days, yeah. webcam business. Yeah. How much of a reason was that a correlation for the, the human trafficking, the sex trafficking, the webcam business? How much did they correlate yeah, that to, well, he must be human trafficking. He's running a webcam business. They, There's they, no correlation. Zero correlation. So they haven't even charged any of the webcam nope. business zero. for any of this. Zero. And what's crazy is. It's crazy. Is people assume that, right? It's crazy because one, it's not illegal. And two, you can go drive down the high street of Romania. There's webcam studios. on. It's one of the most popular businesses in, in the country. It's not even illegal. And, and that was a past life. We're talking about something that happened 10 years ago. It was it's, that long ago. It was about man, 10 years, 10 years ago. ago. The very and they're still trying to bring the it up. beginning of the whole idea of Against, this, um, that industry. I'll tell you this, man. There's so many times in your life where I feel like you do have good intentions that you do want to be 
a good person or you genuinely want to make a uh, genuine impact in whatever situation or culture or whatever you're in and you're still made look to be the bad guy and you've made mistakes 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or and or you just changed your lifestyle. It's not even mistakes because, again, whether he does that as a business is not my problem, not my moral judgment, you know, because that's him. Again, we live in a free world. Do you, do you boo-boo, unless you're not, again, human trafficking, hurting people. I'm not going to hate on you, but a lot of people just live in this self-righteous world like they're, they're, they don't got problems. They're, they're, they're perfect. Or you just know how to hide. Infamous infamous movie, Scarface. You know, oh, good, you're not good. You know, you guys think I'm the bad guy? No, you're the bad guy. You know, the reason why you think you're good, you just know how to hide. And guys like me, people like you, you're listening and watching that are always in trouble, that are always the one, you know, just seems like there's always someone or something against you. There's a reason why you're like that. Channel it the right way. Be a positive influence in this small little world you have. And, and my boy, I'm telling you, you, you watch your life change when you change. Because, again, it's not my responsibility, man, to change the people's mind that I'm different or I'm better, man. They just got to see my life. And if, I, if my life is speaking more than my words, especially how ironic, you know, my, my platform right here is a podcast. You know, let them see it. The fruit of your life. You know, and again, if they have old accusations, they have all these other situations against you, but have no genuine proof or don't want to take it to a legal court. They don't want to take it to a, a family matter to where we can be legitimate human beings and, you know, grow from it. They just want to see your life destroyed like they're trying to do to Andrew Tate. Even though they know he's right, they just want to see him destroyed because he points out the obvious. It's you. You know, and guys like me are always like that too, man. I just seem like I was always in the middle. You know, I was always the one that was in trouble because I was always in the middle and I didn't know how to balance that and to protect myself because I'm trying to please others. Again, you learn, you grow in life. Don't stay stuck. Let's go because, man, we got. Manect is an application which allows you to take a minute. Yeah, we'll give them this free advertisement. from all around the world. My name is Andrew Tate, and I'm available to speak directly to you Ooh. on Manect. I think it's just perception. I understand I have this perception. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people who are also dislike me, a lot of the reason they dislike me so much is my perception. Mm -hmm. I've, I've had people who say, I hate what you say. Say, so what do I say? And after talking to them a while, they say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Of course. It's the perception of aggression. It's the perception of masculinity that they're afraid of. It's not even the words. They might like the words. Mm -hmm. It's my delivery. So I understand perception can be reality to a degree. I accepted that maybe the first month I was in jail. I understand when you have a message which is complicated and masculinity as a whole is a very complicated tapestry, that the best way to instill it and teach it is to break it down to its three core, like break it down this. to its core beliefs. Pay attention, So I've no. evolved way beyond Lamborghinis and chicks, yep. right? But masculinity as a whole is a very complicated tapestry. You need to have the emotionality. You need to have the times you feel like crying and you don't. You need to have the times you can be aggressive. You need to have the times that you can be violent to protect your family. It's very complicated. And you can't teach that, especially to the young generation in, in, in 
in spite of the constant propaganda they have coming in their ears yeah. very easily. So I break it down to a very core message. And the core message is that I have financial freedom, so it's hard to tell me what to do. And I have sexual access because I'm respected by women. And I have a good network because I'm respected by men. I break yeah. it down to those core things. And those core things are what I build my, that's how you build the tapestry of masculinity. Because if you don't have those three core things, you can never build the rest of it. That's the beginning of it. If you don't have those three things. See, that's again, that's the problem. That's not. I don't want to say the problem, but that's the issue where everyone has a problem with them. It's just, it's just how you're saying it. Hmm. <clears throat> we live in a world, genuinely, not, and this is the truth, man, is that feelings over facts. You hurt my feelings. You know, I saw Megyn Kelly tweet out something that you can't say vagina no more. Because it's going to offend the people without a vagina, that want a vagina. So yeah. you call it a, <laughs> what do they call it? A bonus hole. A bonus Hole. <laughs> um, what the hell? Are we, what is this? It's know. like, you weren't born with a vagina. It's not fair. I want a vagina. And I don't have one. Don't say that word. It offends me. Yeah, oh that's some kind of different. <laughs> and this is, again, it's how he's saying it. And really, when you think about it in retrospect, it's like, he's not wrong. It's just how he's saying it. But I can't help how you feel. Yeah. You know, and that's the problem, man. We got we got a small, minute community, man, trying to run and dictate this whole world because yeah, I am not a pronoun or I'm not or whatever. I don't want to sound like all these other, you know, old guys, you know, that always mock it, but I don't want to be like that. But the thing is, it's kind of hard to not talk about it and just be confused and upset and be like, really? Yeah. Really? It's like... I don't know. It's just I lived in a different time. And we've all heard this before. You know, and so when you hear how Andrew Tate is talking about it, it's like, yo, I'm just, well, I don't like what you say. Well, what do I say? Mm -hmm. After some time when you talk to them, well, then you're not wrong. I just don't like how you say it. Mm -hmm. So your feelings are hurt. But am I wrong? Well, no. Then that it's on you. Again, 99.99% of your problems will be solved, man, if you know how to get past you. In your little emotions. Come on, let's go. I know he's getting into masculinity to now. So anybody who doesn't look into my message properly. Properly. I mean, I'm sure these people who are after me have never listened to me speak at length. Ever. 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 Fact. They just look at a picture. He's on a boat. <clears throat> there's three girls on the boat. There's no way those girls are happy with that because my wife hates me. And there's three of them. So he, so he has to go to jail. <laughs> and that's what's happening. That's true. It's, it's that baseline. I truly believe it's that baseline. But... How else can I teach my message as complicated as it is without first breaking down and proving you have success in the most core levels of it, right? Uh -huh. Before you learn to box, you jab and you cross. Before you do all the complicated mm. stuff, you do the basic stuff. So a lot of it is people looking at my message, not understanding how detailed it is, not understanding how the BBC. it is, looking at the baseline instincts which I teach, Interview. which I use to advertise my success as a whole to people to show and say, look, I clearly know what I'm talking about to a degree because I have things that you want. And you're a man, so you can't tell me you don't want them. Every man wants this. Facts. Every man wants one of these. And they take all this and they try and weaponize it and use it against me. And you're right. It's, it's, it's feminism as a whole that has this idea that if a man is a man, unapologetically, and he doesn't apologize for being a man, that he's a bad person. Which we've discussed at length and I've discussed a bunch of times, but it's truly the most crazy thing about <clears> all of this is when shit hits the fan, it's exactly the kind of men they hate. Facts. Every single time. Every single time. See, this is all he's talking about. This is what he's pouring into the lives of young men. This is what he's pouring into, man. This is what he's saying. 
And they don't like that because when poo hits the fan, your boy trying to stop cussing, I need Jesus. <laughs> who do they call? Men. Yeah. You know, um, men. Yeah. Men go fight the wars. Yeah, the women can. I don't like this. I don't know, man. This might get me canceled. <laughs> I'm all up for women having big action roles because, again, movies are fake. But when they just try to overdo the empowerment of women, mm -hmm. that's not reality. So you don't want to give women this false sense of reality of, like, I can beat up a man. Yeah. You're going to get your ass knocked out when it comes to the streets. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> that man's gonna walk up with you that 250 pound knuckle and just mm -hmm. put you to sleep that's why when you say self-defense they're not teaching all the moves they're telling you okay you hit the eyes <laughs> you hit the nose yeah but you don't think run. those you don't think those perps are watching okay yeah <laughs> i'm blocking my nose blocking my eyes and bah! again so the reality is this and i love what andrew tate said this he said well andrew tate how do you um you know, if what if you're in a position like that on the airplane or airport, da 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 da, you know, what would you do? He's like, Well that's the thing. I'll never ever put myself in a position that in an airport. I have private planes. Mm. You know, I'm never gonna be caught off guard on the subway. He says, But well what about they asked him this question, well what about what if you have your daughters? He says, I'm not gonna give my daughters the sense of this delusion that they can defend themselves from any type of grown man. He says, the way my daughters learn to protect themselves, they never put themselves in a situation like that ever. Mm. Common sense. Yeah. You know, my kids ain't going to be going to the club. My, my kids ain't going to be traveling with schools and people and just out doing them when there are predators. There are people looking. I mean, look, Liam Neeson taken. Yeah. As exaggerated, probably that may not be as real it is, as it obviously can be. That's easy for that to happen. You know, so again, never put yourself in a situation. So when it comes down to it, we just watched a, what, a video this morning of a cop. This man took down a mass shooter at a mall. Yeah. You know, and he, you know, I wouldn't say a woman could have done it. And they got guns. Guns make everyone equal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but again, it, when it comes down to that, man, they're asking men to go fight these wars. Now, are there capable fighters and women that, oh, heck yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Amanda Nunes. That yeah. girl probably knocked me out. <laughs> Chris Cyborg. You know, all these men. Again, but the reality is, you know, who do you call on to fight these wars are the men. Yeah. You know, let's get into this before I get everyone thinking, oh, Jose is a misogynist and bigot. You can go out to a bar in America and you can stand there and argue with a feminist and argue with her to the end of time. And if someone ran in there with a gun, she would say, hey, you, mm. you go. you're the misogynist. You go protect me. The feminist guy who was on my team, mm. I don't want him to go. I want you to go, please. See, that's the soy boy he's talking about. The feminist guy, you know. Man, if y'all want to believe that way, man, go ahead, man. More power to you, man. But the reality is, who are you going to call? Not the Ghostbusters. <laughs> you know, it, it's just it, it's only it's only when it's convenient for the for the feminist or the woman or the or a liberal or a person that hates masculinity, but yet the hypocrisy of these. Uh, I would say, obviously, these liberals, the Democrats, these politicians, mm -hmm. 
You know, ban guns, ban masculinity. They don't like this toxic masculinity, but yet they keep those type of men around them. Yeah. A strong masculine soldier man with a gun, but not us. Yep. So there's a double standard. So that's what Andrew Tate's calling. Let's go, let's go before I keep. He's saying it better than me. We don't want Dylan Mulvaney on the front lines. Of course not. And, and, and it's hypocritical. <laughs> and it's hypocritical. And it's done on purpose. It's performed by the Matrix. It's done to attack the baseline masculinity of men because they don't want men to be masculine. Because when you're masculine, you say no to things. I saw a really interesting study once. That was test I like this testosterone one. level, and it was linked to your yep. capability to disagree with people. The higher your testosterone level, the more likely you are to disagree, because at a baseline level, back before we were more civilized than we are today, if you disagreed with someone, you had to fight him. Interesting. You had to fight that yeah. man. For you to sit and say, you are wrong, there had to be a possibility of violence. If you didn't have the capability for violence, you didn't say they're not wrong. You didn't say they were wrong. You just agreed with stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So they don't want men who are standing up and saying, I don't believe in X. They want to reduce, reduce our testosterone levels to our eunuchs so that we sit and say, well, I may not agree with it, but what can I really do about it? it is what it is. And then they have absolute control. Do you think? Facts. Yeah. That's, see, that's, that's what, genuinely what I believe <clears throat> is being pushed. You know, because when you, when you look at them, when you hear, because I have a lot of guys or a lot of friends Guy friends, obviously, friends that are Democrats, liberals, they're very, you know, open against hating Trump. I'm not saying I'm, I'm even right wing. I'm not even, I'm not none of that. But what, when I talk about masculinity, when I talk about challenging ourselves, they get real like, soy boys, you know, they get real softy about it, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, why is this my inner circle? You know, why is this? So obviously we don't hang out much no more, you know. So again, I'm not trying to like push it down people's throat, man. But believe you me, it's still in there, you know. To disagree, man, is a is like he said, is a level. Of, it's just testosterone, man. If you disagree, we got to fight. Yeah, we got to be violent, and you know. And I feel like that's what that's really what's trying to be taken away is the ability to disagree and fight against. Voice. Yeah. You know, so once you once you allow certain, you know, potential events like we just came off of in 2020, 21 and, you know, 22, you know, complying is yeah. when they know they can take it over, you know. And so and I think we as men, you know, have to learn that, yes, our voice matters, our opinions are our opinions. You know, but the ability to combat that back and not lose every right we have as as a human race, you know, is 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 our right to fight back. And there, there, I believe there is a a political agenda to take that away, and that's what he's saying. That's what he's fighting against. Because the ability to disagree, man, is the ability to to um to be violent, man. Because you got to fight for something you believe in. You got to fight in for what's right. Let's go. Before. I have a question. So when you're around men who are also, also have that masculinity and like you said, like working out, you said it helps you because it gives you like a healthy There's a healthy competition to help. And so let's say you something happens worldwide. Who gathers around you? You're going to have masculine men mm -hmm. and you guys would be a force. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't have that, then you have, oh, maybe we should do this. Or maybe we should do we that. We have all the, or, oh, I don't the like Dylan Mulvaney's. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's how you, I think men are. You get together and you use 
it, you're a weapon, honestly, mm -hmm. a, a voice with a weapon. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's just. Well, not all these fat dudes. You know, all these guys stuck in their mama's basement, well, you know, playing, you know, Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shot at Caleb. Okay. You know, but <clears throat> again, that's that's really a society we live in because to keep to stay distracted from the real problem, mm -hmm. you know. And so and with content like this, man, easily somebody can manipulate this type of content and say, Jose saying this, this and this and this you know, and to be able to sit back. No, I didn't say it like that. Come at me, you know, and the, 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 to fight back. Yeah. You know, the, it, I feel like these political agendas, I'll keep saying it that way, is that they want to combat that. They want to stop that, you know. And the, But the, someone like Andrew Tate to say, if I can do it, I'm putting myself on the line for you to know that this is possible because they're holding me without charge. Yeah. They can do it to you. You know, so let's get it because I have again. I think we're barely on like my history okay. favors that ideology. Where history eventually, a group of <coughs> men stand up and say, "Yeah, listen, we've had enough. This is going to be happening." I, I do believe that in history, it's always been the same. I believe it's always been a select group of good men who are up against evil, and I think they've always been outnumbered. I love this It's always part. been difficult, and they've always suffered. All of them. When I was in jail, the amount of letters I got from people, and it was just names. Of, and I'm not comparing myself to these people. This is the letters I got of Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, that everyone who was unjustly imprisoned, everyone's gone to jail. Because when you stand up for something, they end up trying to put you in jail. When you're a good person trying to do good, the evil, the matrix as a whole is gonna try and throw you in jail. That's what they do, that's the punishment yeah. for it. And history's always been the same. It's always been a small group of outgunned people who stand up, who are to the detriment of themselves, too principled to allow injustice and evil to, to thrive. Right. And they stand up and they're outgunned and they're outnumbered, but they're like, no, I have to tell the mm -hmm. truth. If you play a video game and you're the good guy, when you get to the boss at the end, he has more life than you. He has more hit points and he moves faster and he's a, he's a cheater. He cheats. Mm. He cheats. The bad guy cheats. But you still win because you're good. And that's how, that's how the battle's always been. I would love for the world to be another way, but I don't think it's ever been that way. I think if you find any time in history, it's always been the same story. And now I'm in the position where, like I said earlier, what am I supposed to do? Am I, have I... Do I have a life path in which I can genuinely help people? And do I have a life path in which I can genuinely do some damage to the evil to the world? <clears throat> or am I just gonna disappear like a coward and let them lie about me and do my time mm -hmm. and shut up and delete my Twitter account and just go away? You know you know how sometimes mm -hmm. like... Uh, uh, I mean, that's true. Cause again, in life, man, again, that's one thing I've learned, man, is not to really let it get to me, man. Cause in life, nothing's fair in life, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never wanted to be in this victim mentality. Oh, woe is me. And I can't get out of this. You know, my past or my trauma, my. No, nah, it's you. You have an opportunity to get you out of that problem. The reason why you keep getting into that problem is because of you. When you realize it's you, then you have an opportunity to make better you. That's it. And I'm not even talking about the better version, best version. You hear the crap all the time. You have an opportunity to level yourself up, break that generational curse. You have an opportunity to start over, whether you have a family or not, to change the direction and alter the generations that have that are going to follow you as you get older, should and when you decide to have family, or if you already have a family. Yeah. You know, so when you realize life's not fair, you know how to approach life. Not as a victim, but as a conqueror. So when somebody comes at you, when anything comes your way, you know how to fight it. You know how to say, nope, 
That's not going to put me in that mentality. Nope, that's not going to bring me down that way again. Nope, I can grow from this. And you guys seem like you're going through this. This I feel like this is why this podcast exists now because I've been through what a lot of people would say, you should not be here, Jose. Yeah. And because you're you're still here, man, I, I have something to, to warrant. I have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't let it beat me. I didn't keep that victim mentality. I didn't keep that mentality of, well, this is the way I've always seen. This is the way I've always known. This is the way I've always experienced it. This is what was taught to me. Yeah. You don't have to be like that. And that's where we stay stuck. And when you realize you are the answer to your problems, I would say in this worldly aspect, man, all you, all you have an opportunity to do, all, all, let me say that again. All you have is, is an opportunity to grow and win. But me now, my life has changed. My life is changing daily. I've given my, again, I've said this before, but I want to say this to make it more clearer. Because given the next podcast or two yeah. coming, I mean, I've rededicated my life to Jesus. You know, I'm in church serving, starting over. And when you realize that you can only get you so far, and it's not you who are doing it, it's Christ in you, you walk in it, you'll start seeing what God can use you for. And again, it comes down to you not making it about you and you making your life as an example for the world around you. Yeah. I do want to say also, I think a lot of people are waiting for someone to rescue them. Mm-hmm. to save them. But in reality, like what you just said, they have to save themselves. They have to... Based. Get, yeah. And, you know, I I think that's so important. I mean, you, you're in charge of your life. <clears throat> Not the, Why are you waiting for other people to change your life or to help you in your life? You have to stand up and take, yeah. take hold. This is your life, and what do you want to do with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's real. I mean... I think that's what everyone's confusing God to be this type of person, controlling man and dictating how you should live. And, you know, we got to rebel. We got to fight back. We got to be this way. If you want to believe that, go ahead. Because mm. I feel like I know I feel I know for a fact that if God really wanted to be the God he is, none of us would be here. Yeah. And we've be, seen it in history. Yes, but because we serve a gracious God, that yes, that Jose, well, I don't believe like you. I don't. That's not how I believe. Well, okay, good. That's your right. Mm-hmm. But hear me. Now there's going to be there is going to be a day where you will stand before Him mm-hmm. and give an accounting to your life, and He's going to say, "I did not know you. You wicked, you wicked, evil doer." And they can't say, I didn't know. I didn't know. You have this crackhead looking <laughs> Jose Cruz, still here podcast, that tried to change his life every day, yelled at you, talked to you with his crackhead gaps, with everything in his own power. You were on his podcast. He told you about me. Mm. And you did nothing. You probably walked out of his house and made fun of him and da 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 And you're going to be like, dang. 
if you guys can't, I don't know. It's not like I, I'm, 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 I fear God. I have reverence for him. I respect and reverence his authority as God. Because not once when I was sick, he ever threw anything in my face. Yeah. Not once when I deserved it, because it shows he is a gracious God. Until you change your life for him, you're going to stay stuck. That's why, that's, why, that's why I honestly believe, man, I'm growing mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally with my family. We're growing together in Christ. Mm. And things are changing for us. Where he goes, where I go, blessings follow. And that's, I really just believe that's my... That's my testimony because, again, like Andrew Tate's talking about, man, you guys think if any video game, because I used to like video games. I'll play them now, but I just really don't have patience for it. <laughs> but the last boss over XP, you fighting, you're getting that XP, you're, you're grinding it out, trying to level up, and it just seems like you're never strong enough. Hmm. But that opposition always creates man's strength and opportunity to, to grow. You know, and I think until you grasp, again, the, the, the life's not fair and say, you know what? I know I'm not, I don't have money. I know I don't have the best job. I know I don't have the, I don't have a husband or a wife. I know I don't have kids. I don't have the nicest car. I know I don't have a lot of money in my bank account, but guess what? I have faith in God. I have faith in myself that I'm going to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. I should have died. I should have lost. That person that talked and hated on me should have crushed me. That person that wanted to see me fall and get hurt, I'm still here. That, that, that's just, I feel like that's the message of what Tate's putting out. Mm. Keep fighting. Suck it up. He was in a prison cell. A three by four prison. Sitting there doing push-ups. He talks about it here. We'll get into that. But boy, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I've been in sales for quite a while. If a guy who doesn't have any responsibilities and he's single, he has a $30,000 a month. Boom, he's going to Vegas, having a good time. Yeah. And then he doesn't work as hard until he runs out of his 30,000. Three months later, I gotta go make the 30,000 again. Oh my God, panic, I gotta pay my bills. I'm behind on the phone. Yeah. Let me buy this watch and make 40 grand. I'm going out again. So it's very inconsistent, right? And then as you're in sales longer, you're like, okay, the profile of somebody that's gonna be more consistent is not a single guy. It's a guy that's married, kids, homeowner, and all those three are signs of what? Married, commitment. Yep. Uh, homeowner, commitment, responsibility. Kids, commitment, responsibility. <coughs> yep. Last time we didn't talk about your kids. Yep. At this point, I think it's public, video, your daughter running to me, give daddy your kids, all this stuff. Everybody knows at this point. Yep. Do you, when you're in, in jail, sometimes I, I, I sit there and I got books on my desk. I'm like, I'm like 50 books behind. And I, I like to read. I know you don't yeah, talk I don't about like reading, reading a lot, but I like to. I'm like, I'm 50 books behind. But I bet if you're in a place where you're in jail, you're forced to think. You're forced to, Andrew, you don't have the phone, you don't have the computer, there is no emergency podcast. Yeah. Go away and think. You're sitting there, you're like, okay, family, yeah. kids, yeah. you know, what it's really all about. Yeah. Those decisions, when you think about your kids, does it influence you to say, what are you, what are you, what are you doing this? You know, why, why, are you, why are you going through all this stuff? Maybe mm -hmm. you gotta make some 
changes in, in your lifestyle? Yeah. And if yes, in what areas? Yeah. Or does it say no, double down even more because I'm fighting for them? And that's a really interesting question. I'll Let's start go. by saying how thought. I want to say before he answers, when he said that, I've been at my lowest point in my life. I've been at that point. I'll let you guys in on a secret. I'll let you, I've talked about this, but we were living with my sisters. Three bedroom apartment, a family of five, have one bedroom and all three of my kids are on the floor. They were babies. They kick us out. Bear in mind, you know, this is a tough recession. You know, couldn't find a job, couldn't keep a job because no one was just hiring. And they kicked us out. We had only thing we had to our name was just a pile of clothes and a crappy computer that I started my business with. Mm -hmm. That cost me $150. And that's it. And they kicked us out. And we're on Blackstone and Clinton, which was in front of a, the Albersons back then. One o'clock in the morning, nowhere to go. Yeah. With three babies in the car. You know, until adversity hits. Until things hit, you kind of want to just question yourself. Like, should, should, why am I here? What, you know, should I just... Should I just go back and make it right with certain individuals, even though I know I'm like, man, this is going against my conscience. This is going against what I believe. Mm -hmm. I'm alone. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Or do you stick to your guns and be like, I'm, I'm here because I had to make a choice? You know, yeah, life happened, but your boy was never stopped learning and you never stopped. I was preparing back then at, and when I was on... We were on Blackstone and Clinton in front of the Albertsons, one in the morning. I was preparing back then for this, mm. for this moment, sitting down, talking to you guys, you know, because you guys are only seeing again. You're seeing what, I, what I'm putting out was like, well, Jose had this. No, I didn't have all this. Mm -mm. <laughs> but back then I knew what I where I wanted to be. And I had plenty of opportunity to go back to what was easy. But that's like, no, man, you're you're in this moment. Take it for what it is, because you're going to remember times like these. And I do. That's why I don't pretend to live a lifestyle like I have it together, because many of you guys listening and watching, man, are in that moment right now. And I'm going to tell you, man, stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep pushing. Keep digging. Mm -hmm. Don't stop. Only thing I tell you to stop to do is stop doubting yourself. Yeah. Stop seeing the current situation. And start preparing for that moment. Yeah. You know, and I think that question, that's what, when uh, Patrick asked that question, that was the, those are the first thoughts that came into my head. You know, and so in the moment, how do you learn to fight it and face it as a man? In the moment, how do you learn to fight it and face it and grow from it and let it make you a better person? Not for you. I've said this before. Your struggles aren't for you. Your struggles are for you to learn and to glean for people to glean off you. So until you realize that it's not about you, it's about your fellow and brothers and sisters in this world that you got to reach and relate to. Let's go. Let's finish. Thoughts in jail are different than thoughts in the outside world because this is actually an observation I had. <laughs> in the outside world, I don't think you carry a thought for very long that you don't want to carry. <laughs> You can sit and think about something if you want to. Yep. But if you don't want to think about something, you just get your phone out. Something pops in your head. And Guilty. You get your phone out and distract yourself. Mm -hmm. Or you get in your laptop. Or you call someone. Or you do something. 
right? It's not very often in the real world. Point. It's not very often yep. in the real world you have a thought you don't want in your head and you have nothing to take it away. You have mm -hmm. no phone, you have no outside interaction, you have nowhere to go. What a perspective. Nothing. You're just stuck with yeah. it. You're stuck with Makes that sense. thought. So there were times in jail where for the first time, like I have a lot of mental control, but there was the first time ever I'm battling with my own mind saying, I don't want to think about this. And I, I, I put another thought in the way it kept, it was on the door, it was knocking on the door all the time. And this is for weeks, because there's no, it never, every day is the same. You never get the inter outside interaction. And you also, what made it worse is, you never get the answer. You know like the open loop, if you ever say to somebody, I'm gonna tell you something, ah, I'll tell you later, and it bothers them. That's what jail's like, because you might think of something, it doesn't matter what it is, I won't say what my thought was, but I'll give you an example. Let's say I, I thought, when did Constantinople fall, what year? I can't just Google it. I don't know. So it's stuck in your head, right? So if you have this negative thought, <laughs> you don't know the answer. That's so in true. Life, when you want to know something, you find out. But in jail, you don't. <laughs> so you're like, I don't know. I, you got this in your head and you're like, I can't get this out of my head. So when you have a negative thought, yeah. especially if there's an open loop to it, you need to know something or you want to know something. You can't get it out of your mind. I would, I would sit there for hours just meditating, trying to just keep the door closed on negative thoughts. It's really difficult. It's a really strange experience. And maybe in normal jail in, in Western countries where you get to go and interact with people, you can distract yourself. Yeah, American jails and prisons are just weak. three days in one room. I did not leave. That was where I was. I was allowed to go to the fridge once a day, which is a three-meter walk and back. That is it in my room. You and Tristan are in the same room or no? At the beginning, we weren't, but then we ended up in the same room. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the thoughts in jail are very pervasive. And it's also a long time, maybe never, maybe never in the outside world where I had a thought in my head for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. You just satisfy the problem. You fix the issue in the real world. In jail. I mean, look what I'm doing right now. There's, 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 there's a thought that I've been trying to glean and do this because I know we've been busy. So there's a thought that I want to satisfy to get out, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like him, he was stuck. Again, he had said, you heard him say, you know, hey, let me tell you something, but well, hold on, I'll tell you later. And you're left hanging. Yeah. He was left hanging every day when he was in when he was in prison. Mm -hmm. You know, a dungeon, really. Prison is when you get to out, go out to the yard, yard time, hang out with other people, at least be you know, interactive, at least be social. But nah, man, you're. He says we'll get into it, man. But he says his his friends were the cockroaches <laughs> before his brother. You know, and I want to tell you guys, man, you're in a you're in a little metaphorical jail right now, alone with your thoughts, because you feel like I'm alone. Nobody's with me. I want to die. I want to quit. I want to hurt myself. I want to hurt them. Mm -hmm. You got to have the mental fortitude to say no. Yeah. This is temporary. Again, this is not. I'm not trying to be motivational. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to like overhype this i've been there and i've seriously many times wanted to quit i wanted to give up i wanted to say i don't want to be here i just want to leave this family i want i never that never crossed my mind because only weak people do that people weak-minded that want to be talk big and look big and act big but when reality hits or when something big hits they're bring, they're brought down to a small version of who they really are Pay attention to the people in the room, man. They said the loudest one in the room is the most insecure one. I've been there because I can get loud. 
But I've realized at certain points in my life where I knew I had to mature, I've noticed even now, I'm not saying much of anything no more. It's only when I'm on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And when you when you act on those thoughts, <clears throat> it's just a rabbit hole. Scary. And then it and then you're and then you're thinking to yourself, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. It's because when you you acted on that thought, you acted on the action, the negative part. So when stuff like and we're human, so I'll, I'm gonna use myself as an example. When I have those negative thought negative thoughts, I tell myself, stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Keep going. You're done. Um, don't even think that way. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, I ask God, I don't want to think that again. Yeah. I, I, we're human. It happens. But you have, you're in control. Yeah. Well, you saying that reminders, this quote says, watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. Yeah. It starts with the thought. Yeah. You know, if you're left alone with your thoughts. And you can't really get it out and really find somebody, find someone not equal to, but better, mm-hmm. not in a way of they're better than you, but somebody that you can just tell that, man, they defeated that enemy in that game. Yeah. You know, they're 10 levels ahead of me. I want to find out how it's the cheat code in life. Back in my day, Lily would never know this. There's this thing called Game Shark. <laughs> So Game Shark and Final Fantasy VII, Lily, on my PS2, you had to buy the disc and you had to buy the memory the memory card because you have to put the memory card in, put the disc in, go into the disc, and select Final Fantasy VII and pick all the what you want to cheat in life. You want want unlimited gill, unlimited material, unlimited items, unlimited HP, unlimited HP, MP, all the limit breaks. Put that in to the memory card, then put the disc in, and then start your game, and then import it in, and you got all the cheat codes. And life's just not fair like that. And again, when you grind it out, just the way Lily did in the new Final Fantasy VII Remake, and not skip past scenes like Caleb does, and then when you when someone beats the game, you're like, "How'd you do that?" Then you can sit there and show me how to beat this. Mm. That's who you. That's who you need to put those thoughts on to somebody that knew how to beat that thought, just like what you're dealing in right now. Yeah. <clears throat> and again, watch your thoughts, because again, Andrew Tate said right here. Let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. So yeah, family and kids, and those are the positive things that you do think about. But. It's difficult because I think of children, I think of legacy. Facts. And then if you're going to think of your legacy via love, your children, I love you this. think of your legacy via your actions. Come on. And then you have to sit and by extension go, well, truly, truly on my deathbed, truly, will I be happier if I gave up or if I continue to tell the truth? I'm scared of the regret of thinking, you know what, I was the most famous man in the world and every man on earth was listening to me and I was really making a difference, but I got scared. I don't think I can live with that. I don't think I can live as a coward. I don't, I feel, I'd feel like a pussy. I just feel like a wimp. And sometimes inside of men, that's all it takes for us to do the most stupid things there is. The idea of feeling like a coward. A man will run into a burning building to not be a coward. If the the firefighter, they go, there's children in there. And the whole building's on fire. It's like, well, I can't be a coward. I'll fuck it. And you'll risk your life. It's something that's built inside of us, honor and pride. It's something that should be. It's what they're trying to take away from us. But it's what used to be built inside of men. And I just feel like I can't give up. I know what I'm doing is good. I know what I'm teaching is good. 
I know that people don't like it, but I know I'm not teaching anything that's bad. And yeah, I want my children to be happy, but I have daughters too. And how do you make sure that your daughters are secure and have a good future? Well, I think you do that by building good men. How else do you do it? So you guys are missing it. You see, that's what they're not showing. You know, you guys listening and watching, how do you build a good generation? How do you build the, the next generation? You build good men. Yeah. I think what obviously changed his life, obviously, was his daughters. Yeah, it could be. You know, because the idea that, you know, me growing up before my wife, before I was a womanizer. And again, I did that live reaction. And would you let your daughter be a stripper? But the caveat to that question was, what do you think of strippers? Oh, they're great. They're this. They're oh, yeah, clap it. You know, mm -hmm. what's up? It's, 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 it's vital. It's important in life. Oh, I love them. Well, would you let your daughter be a stripper? Um, no, I'm at next. So, and I think that's what happened to Andrew Tate. Mm. You know, again, it's a maturing process. You guys think, man, you know, kids are a burden. You guys think having a family is a burden, man. That's the best thing to help you to grow and mature so much better, faster. And you're, and you're missing this opportunity to find your next. You want to find a better version of you? Mm. Get married. <laughs> you want to find a better version of you? Have two to three kids. Not one. Yeah. <laughs> if you have one kid, man, y'all going to spoil the hell out of that kid. You're just mom version. and dad. <laughs> It'll probably be a, a worse version of you. Yeah. Because co competition breeds better opportunity for growth. Mm. So I have three kids. They constantly compete with each other, especially my two younger ones. Mm -hmm. If you want to find a better version of you, become a parent. Two or more kids makes you a parent. So you have to learn to parent between multiple personalities, your own, your wife's, your, your kids. And then you can start figuring out where... You struggle. And then you start figuring out, well, I shouldn't have been like that when I was in my single days. And I think that's how Andrew Tate changed. Because mm. he was a womanizer. He was a guy getting all the women. Guess what? Pfft, I wish. I, let me be on that yacht with you, boy. <laughs> but it's different when you have daughters. Because there was, there was a creep like me. There is a creep like me right now in this world that's going to try to creep on my girls. So again, I'm training and I'm teaching them their value, who they are in Christ, who they are in themselves, and who they are to us. Mm -hmm. You know, they have my name on their life and on their, on their hearts and on their souls. So it's not just they're not just representing themselves, but they're representing me and or and above all, they're representing Christ. So until you start reckoning, recognizing, it's more than just the better version of you right now. It's a legacy. Mm -hmm. You know, he talks about legacy and actions. You're not a hero without an enemy, and you're not a hero without a fight. So there's legacy. you fighting for something. Let's finish that, because I love what he's, he's about to get into Some. My daughter is mine now, but she won't be mine forever. She's going to marry somebody. I like the idea of her marrying a good man with honor and principle, <clears throat> a man like me. I don't want to marry some idiot. So they call me a misogynist, and I'm anti-woman. I'm pro-woman. The, the best way you can improve the lives of women is, is make men better men, better uh, being men. Because when a man is a good man, he's good for all of society, including uh, he's good for everyone around him when he's good at being a man. So I feel like I'm helping them as well by extension. 
And it's difficult. And yeah, I, 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 I can't say with honesty that I strongly considered giving up. It never crossed my mind. It, 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 it was there for a second. Do I need to do this? And after like half a second, it was like, yeah, I do. I, I don't know why. I can't. I, it doesn't make logical sense. So kids didn't influence it one way or another. Kids, That's kids, what I want. Kids, kids made me want to do it. Kids made you want to do it. Kids more. made me want to do it. Got it. I, I, I look up to my father as a hero, and I would hate for my sons to look up at me and not see me as a hero. Because that's how I believe you should see your dad as a hero, and I feel like man. When I look at you know my life growing up and I where I'm at right now, and I mean look, look at your boy got he still got the muffin top, but I'm um, I'm working on that. You know I'm very I'm very happy to see results. You know when wifey goes to this shot or this shot, it's like. Well, yeah, you know, you see your boy thickening up on top, not so much down here, you know. And it's, it's again, it's one of these things where you you need adversity to grow. But not only that, I've seen the opportunities I've seen, you know, in my life that can help my kids. Because my kids, man, even told me, man, my dad is my hero. My dad is the dopest dad on earth, you know. And I never want to ever show a sign of weakness where I'm gonna quit and let them down, mm. especially as a man. You know, he says, you want to make a better society, man, raise up greater men. Yeah, that's true. Not weak men. You know, not on these beta boys. You know, it, it, to, it, to, to, in my experience, man, real men pushed me to be where I'm at. One of my old youth pastors, man, spanked the crap out of me. I'm a 15-year-old kid. think I'm like, I'm, I have it all together. I'm strong. I've been working out. I'm, you know, I didn't have no, I didn't have a grown man strength like Pastor Jerry. That boy grabbed me by my throat, dipped me over, flipped my legs up, flipped me over, grabbed his belt, and just whack, 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 you know. And I'm just sitting there struggling, you know, I couldn't move. <clears throat> I stopped doing what I was doing. <laughs> I changed my life right there. And you need based men like that in your life. Yeah. We don't have that. Mm -mm. You know, California proposed a law, man, where the the government can take their kids away if they offend their kids and say you can't transition. So they're taking the parental guidance, the parental discipline away from the the, the American household, the family household. And putting the governor, the, you know, the government in charge of that. Mm -hmm. And we're giving these kids too much freedom. And it's not so much that, you know, oh, you can't do what you want. You can't be like this. No, it's, it's, it, is, it is a morality issue. Yeah. You know, biblical morality, man. You cannot just live your life and expect everything to go the way you want it and not have repercussions. What was that? I think it was a jet. Damn, we live by some. That was loud. <laughs> so again, that's where I feel like Andrew Tate's at with them. Let's go, man. Because I ain't man. And you're not a hero without an enemy. 
Yep. You're not a hero without fight. Did, did they ever try to, uh, and by the way, I don't see this working effectively at all, but did they at all try to come in between you and Tristan or you and the two girls or the two of you and them? Was there any manipulation and divisiveness going on there? What, what about these stories that came out that you've got cancer and lung cancer and then you were poisoned and these matrix attacks? Yeah, so the Are you planting these stories? No. Are they making these things no. up? No, so the cancer thing is interesting because by Romanian law, Every 30 days. Uh, I'm going to skip. And fasting for Every 18 day. hours? What? So he's talking about his health. My calories on me. They try to say he had it's cancer. Like he didn't. Now, how much of that is genetics? How much is that? Like I'm not sure if it's genetics, yeah. but that's just how I feel best. I feel best when, if I, if I smoke and drink coffee all the time, I'm in jail. So I quit caffeine and, and all coffee for 30 days to see if there's any tangible benefits. And I can confirm to the world that there are none. Zero. I did not sleep any better. I did not go to sleep any easier. I did not dream anymore. Nothing. Absolutely nothing good happened except I was tired all day. It was garbage. <laughs> like, give me my coffee. Y'all need to watch this whole podcast. Coffee, cups of coffee a day. That's, that's, that's pretty your wild coffee. to have that much coffee. The last time I drank coffee, I was 25. We have really? one friend. Literally. We have one yeah. friend that drinks almost as much Mario coffee. Mario drinks as Mario. much as Shout you. out to And by the way, everybody around me loves coffee. Yeah. Including my 11-year-old son, Tico. Yeah. He, he, him and his mom got into an argument the other day because she didn't want to take him to Starbucks. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, I want some coffee. He's like, you're not having coffee yeah, yeah. at 11 years old. Anyways, but it's working for you. It's working for your body. Correct. Sometimes when you, when you find a diet or a combination that, that hits your body well, you'll know it, you'll feel it. And, and, and you have to know your body the correct, best. Correct. I think there's no perfect diet for everybody. I agree. Everyone's slightly different. I agree. And that's just, yeah. and, and I think you are what you eat to a degree. And it also depends on the mental model you want to operate under. Some, if I want to operate under comfort, I certainly wouldn't eat the way I eat. I do it because I particularly want to operate under a degree of irritability and high energy and high energy. Always perceive the world, right? They have to attack them. Fourth, wherever. That's success. Let's transition to a couple other stories. I like so this, this one. All of a sudden, you put in your profile. Obviously, I've joked about it. You're the most Googled woman on earth. You know, that was based on your Twitter <laughs> profile. You know, Nina Turner comes out and says, if somebody says they're a woman, they're a woman. Not a tough concept. Your response is, I'm a woman, right? You do that. And you've left it on Twitter. Yep. Tell us why. Because I am. You don't believe me? You're a woman? Are you misgendering me? I have to choose for you <laughs> to agree with you, right? My pronouns are she, her. No, but the, the level of, it's all a joke, right? But there's actually a very sinister undertone to all of this garbage. And the sinister undertone is that your baseline instincts and your baseline senses are how you've always perceived the world. Yep. Right? They have to attack them at some level, and they did it. I mean, it's fantastic with COVID. COVID, I know we can talk about it now, it was amazing. I used to say <clears> people all the time, who have you seen die? Do you see a pandemic? Yeah, on the news, no, 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 no. Do you see ambulances rushing back and forth everywhere? Do you see bodies on the street? Do you see lines outside of hospitals? Do you see a pandemic? How a pandemic would look? Do you see a pandemic? Oh, but my grandma, my friend's grandma, your friend's grandma was 96. Okay, so I'm, I'm not saying it's not sad. I'm saying she was 96. Do you see a pandemic? No, you don't. But they have just lied to you so many times that you're ignoring your own eyes. Mm -hmm. That's the final stage of the slave mind. It's the final stage. The final mm -hmm. stage of the slave mind is when your eyes tell you this is green, but the news told you it was blue. So it has to be blue. So when they're doing these things, it's nothing to do with caring about the mental health, of gender ideology, none of this garbage. They're deliberately attacking you and saying, 
what your eyes tell you is wrong. Mm-hmm. Because if they can make you start to admit that your own eyes are wrong, then what, what other defense do you have against propaganda? If they're going to give you a lie, but your own eyes can't protect you, well, then it's over, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So all of these things they're doing, all of these things are a deliberate assault on the senses. And they do it by controlling the language. If you control what someone says, over time, you'll control what they think. You Max. don't think what you don't say. It's very hard to live a life for eight years, if you're lucky, and think things and never say them ever. If you think it, you're gonna say it sometimes. You're gonna give the idea, get some feedback on the idea, build on the idea, change the idea, whatever it is, through discussion. If you never, ever, ever discuss it, you're not gonna think it. Mm. So they say, this is the truth, ignore your eyes, and you have to say it's the truth. You can't say it's not the truth. And the people who are in charge of the world, they think generationally, they have time. Right now it's a joke. 200 years from now, it won't be a joke. 200 years from now, it'll all be fucking standard operating protocol. The grandchildren, the people who are in charge now, that, that's what they want. They'll pull it off in the end. Slow, incremental damage. Mm-hmm. They'll take, they do it with nearly everything. They'll take all your rights away. They'll take 100 of your rights away. They'll upset you. They'll give you 99 back. We're good again. Don't worry. And, and the grandchildren, the people in charge of the world, get what they want in the end. They think generationally. So now we're at the beginning of it, it's all a big joke, right? But, especially before Elon had Twitter, when you couldn't say the truth online, when you couldn't say my eyes see X on the internet without going to jail or losing your account. Yeah, shout out to Elon. Okay, or some garbage. They're controlling what you think. And on a long enough time frame, what you think becomes true. If two, we all believe two plus two is four. But with a hard enough psyop, if you can't say that, if you have to say it's five, on a long enough time frame, math breaks down and everyone's just going to believe that 2 plus 2 equals 5. That's what happens. You think we're going to get there? Have you ever seen the experiment? There's a really interesting experiment. This is what I want to get to right here. A banana and a Watch this. Spout. Have you ever seen this? They put five monkeys in a, in a room. And at the top of the room, there was a banana. And when one monkey tried to climb up to get the banana, they turn on the hose and splash all the monkeys with ice cold water. So the monkey would come back down and wouldn't get the banana. And when another monkey would go to climb up, they'd splash all the monkeys with ice cold water. And what would happen over time is, when a monkey went to climb the rope to get the banana, the other monkeys would jump and pull him down and hit him and teach him a lesson. Don't go for that banana. If you go for that banana, we get splashed with water. Mm-hmm. Then they'd swap one of the monkeys out. Now there's a new monkey in the room who doesn't know the game. The new monkey would attempt to climb and all four monkeys would attack the monkey, mm. pull him back down and kick his ass. Yeah. He knows if he climbs the rope to get the banana, he gets attacked. He doesn't know he gets splashed with water if he, doesn't, if he gets banana. He doesn't know the game, but he knows if I try and climb, they're going to attack me. After a certain amount of weeks, they change another monkey, and another monkey, another monkey. Over time, you have five brand new monkeys who have never been splashed with water ever. But nobody goes to climb the rope, because if they do, they're attacked by all the other monkeys. And nobody even knows why. Damn. That's just how it works. If you climb that rope, we beat you up. That's just how it works. That's what they're doing on a long enough time scale to humanity. There are already X amount of people on the planet. There's already a population, X percent, who knows what it is, who ignore their own eyes and repeat what they are told. You can't say that that's not what they're doing because they're already successful with X amount of the population. They've begun. The seed is there. 2%, 3%, 7%, who knows? They've already proven they can do it. Now it's just a matter of not shutting up and hammering, the, hammering at home. Mm. Make sure they repeat it in schools. Children are young. They believe things are impressionable. Hammer it to the kids, especially. You know, when you hear what he's saying, it sounds crazy. 
Mm-hmm. It legit sounds crazy. It sounds like, bro, you're really, you got a lot of time. Of course, now that he's on house arrest, he has time. But you're starting to see, like he said, yeah, they'll take 100% of your whites away. And then, uh, then a little bit later, we'll give you 99, 99% of it back. Okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah. You know, and, it, it, and then again, it, I feel like these are all... You know, like he had mentioned the word psyop. It's like psychological operations. If you can attack the mind, if your mind is weak, if your mind is easily controlled, if your mind cannot tell the difference between what's reality and what's real or what's fake or what's false, man, you're easily controlled. And I think that's the the world we live in. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think the message, obviously what he's trying to say, man, is just really wake up. Because it is happening, you know. There, it, it, it's one of these things where you see it, but you can't put your hand, you can't put your finger on it. You see something, and you're thinking, mm, no, until it's too late, you know. And I think that, and and that's where I feel like the 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 mental state of a man has to be, you know, because when you take away that away from a a, a man that can fight back, that that can actually really fight for the human race of it i guess you get you just get a strong group of men men then you have opposition you you have to fight for a civil war you have to end slavery you have to you need some men to go fight for you you know and i think to kind of wrap all this up because man that thing gets so deep on compliance it gets you know and i feel like my whole point and whole message on this or at least what I gleaned from this four and a half hour, five hour podcast, you know, is that you as a man, and I've been like, because again, June was um, Men's Mental Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, and I put out a couple of videos, just kind of, you know, my heart going out to you men, <clears throat> you know, to keep fighting. You're not, you're not your mistakes. You're not what happened to you. You're not what you did to yourself. You have an opportunity. To, you have every opportunity every day to grow, to change your life for the better. Not so much just for you, not so much just for your family or for your finances, man. But you have an opportunity right now to change your world around you. Mm. You know, and being a be a, a a positive impact as a man. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing wrong with being a man. There's nothing wrong with knowing your shortcomings. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself out there and say, you know what? Hey, cross me, man. I'm gonna knock you out. You know, come at me this way, we're going to fix it. You know, and I think that's where my life has evolved in because there's things that I'm correcting. There's things where I'm reconciling. We're trying to reconcile relationships with certain family members. But me now, in my in my new mature state in life, again, because not all people are on the same level, so I can't judge people because I was just in that. So again, it makes me a hypocrite if I try to call people out and say I'm better because I know I'm not. Mm -hmm. So you have an opportunity right now, man, to stand up for what is right. Stand up for your rights. Stand up for your family, your kids, and lead lead in such a way worth following. Yeah. You know, and you know, we hear the, you know, the fight, you know, you know, the battle of the sexes, man against woman, you know, husband against wife. You know, women can do what men do. Men can do. You know, I feel like that's the beauty of all this is that we can't do a lot of what we do as men and women. We can't. And, that's, and I feel like that. I believe that. And that's the truth of it, that God designed it that way. 
You know, a man cannot give birth to a, a, a baby, period. Mm -hmm. You know, a woman, you know, cannot grow a pee-pee. <laughs> you know, and, and, and we, we live in this false world of like, well, I want to be identical. That's, that's not the case, man. That the reality is how you feel should not dictate what reality is. Go ahead and feel it. You're missing it. Go ahead and feel that way, please. Go ahead. By all means, man. More power to you. But don't make everyone feel that way and try to make it a law. Someone try, I think I saw someone try to make a little $10,000 fine if you misgender or mispronounce somebody. You know, so they're trying to do that. So when did our feelings ever just decide to dictate reality? If I really want to feel that way, believe me, I'm going to take full advantage of it. I'm going to get mine. Yeah. I'm going to go... Having to worry about everybody's feelings? I got no time for that. There are 8 billion people in the world. I, I'm, I'm so confused with my feelings sometimes. Yeah. So it's like I got so much to I'm worry about. i control me. mine. Yeah, because I'm, I'm feeling to knock you out is what I want to do. But again, I can't, I can't cast the first stone that way without looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I think I've learned and I need to, I've summed up all this. Just mind your business. <sighs> We're at a point where I saw a video on Twitter yesterday, or I think this morning, and, there's, and this pregnant lady was working out. She's recording herself. <clears throat> so she's doing those booty squats where she lays down on the pad and she'll hump the air with the weights. And, you know, and the caption was, Pregnant woman working out, seven months pregnant. What are your thoughts? Who cares? Mind your business. What does it matter what I think? Let her do her. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're, we live in. It's like, man, people just want to be in the mix of everything. You know, man, let somebody protest and block a freeway when I'm on it. <laughs> it's like you want to just disrupt, disrupt life. And, and impose no solution, but just be a disruptor. Yeah, that's true. On both sides. Because we yeah. live in a world where just nobody minds their business. Mm -hmm. Put your opinion out. That's your God-given right. But don't force it on people who just don't care. Because I genuinely do not care what you identify as. You can identify these nuts. <laughs> it's that simple. Because I don't care. And again, again, when we have weak men leading, they, man, I'm going to read that because I tried. I wanted, I wanted to uh, post this, but I was like, you know, I can't just post things without context or without, and I feel like this is the perfect way to end it. The reason why we're in this society today and this culture today because we've had weak men lead. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Say it again. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Men, you guys are important. Yeah. You're important. Don't let no one tell you different. Don't let the culture tell you different. Don't let feminism tell you different. Don't let you tell you different. Again, I'm not talking about being that dirtbag man, disrespect women, be that type of guy. 
But what I'm telling you, man, men lead by example. And if your lifestyle is not following what you're saying, then that's the problem. And you're leading weak, you're living, you're creating weak times. And you're creating soft, weak men. You know, the only reason why I'm at where I'm at, the only reason why I'm still here, man, because hard times made me strong. And because of those hard times that made me strong, we're living in a time right now, man, where it, we're, we're, we're in a blessed time in our life. But because it had to be hard. Times have times will get tough. Accept it. If you live an easy cake life, man, then hey man, good for you. But I, I will take a simple life over any life out there that can bail me out. Because if I can get bailed out anytime, I won't learn anything. I won't change one thing that happened to me. I've said and I've done in the past I may or may not regret or whatever because it made me who I am today. You know, until you're faced with the opposition like Andrew Tate, you know, in a room in a dungeon, man, three feet by four feet by yourself with your thoughts and your cockroach friends and you're hearing celebrations, New Year's Eve, New Year's celebration. He's hearing it from his prison cell and he's just sitting there meditating. Not going to win. Not going to lose. These, these guys aren't going to win, and I'm not going to lose. I'm going to fight it. And I'm going to tell you, man, keep fighting. I'm going to tell you, man, keep being strong. Quit creating soft, easy times because it's making you weak. You know, find your next level. And, you know, again, I'm not pushing the better version of you. The only better version of you you'll ever see, man, if you, if you are genuinely in Christ. That's based right there. That's based information, foundational faith. If you can't find that, I pray you do. You know, again, this whole podcast, man, it's really kind of been on my heart past really just this month of June. And just had time today. I think we need to do this. So, man. I hope you guys got something out of that because I got so much more of this. Again, man, still here. Podcast is going to be supporting the local businesses, artists, content, supporting your story, telling your story. Why? Because you deserve a platform to tell your story. But, but believe me, man, I'm pushing a next level of, of content, man, that's going to help you get past your selfishness, get past your fears, get past what you feel like is right according to culture and society, man. And say, what does God say about it? Again, I don't want to get preachy, man. I want my lifestyle to prove it and see, see it first. And I believe it has because that's all. I, baby, what, what do people say when they come to the house, when they come to the podcast, when they come and they experience this family? What are the first words or last words after the pod? What do they always say? They just feel welcomed. <laughs> Like home and where they feel like they were family, like we've known each other forever. And the kids, they're like, man, they're still hospitable and and outspoken. Mm -hmm. They're not on their phone and they don't Distracted. Care. Yeah. You know, and again, it's not so much just, oh, hey, look at me. I made it. Nah, man, y'all don't know what I've been through. You know, again, it's. 
the story behind the glory. And that's mm -hmm. why I'm here. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I tell these stories. That's why I talk this way. That's why, yes, you've seen me at my lowest moment. You've seen me where I made a bad decision. You've seen me where like, bro, aren't you married? You shouldn't be hit on that. You know, aren't you this? Aren't you that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I made a mistake and I'm a girl from it. Because I don't want to be the guy to make the same mistake over and over and over. Then you're just a joke. Yeah. And I think a lot um, with our kids, um, when they would talk to other teenagers mm -hmm. and they didn't get that response, they were like, how come they don't talk to me? Yeah. Come, they're stuck on their phone. Yeah. And they're like, I don't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. So that's that's how they felt. So that's why they welcome people in and there's their they shake hands, they say, How are you doing? It's cause they don't wanna be like everybody else. Yeah, they don't wanna make nobody feel left out or no one cares. Yeah. That's the generation we live in. A generation is selfish, they don't yeah. care. They want easy, quick entertainment, an easy distraction. Like Andrew Tate said, man, when yeah. you when you're when you don't want to deal with the thought, you go straight to distraction. Straight. What's gonna distract me? I'm on TikTok. My kids aren't like that. I'm not. I'm. They. We have. Our family does have a problem, and I'll tell you guys this. <laughs> I'm being very vulnerable, but collectively, collectively. the Cruz family <laughs> sends about 30, 40 TikToks to each other at night, two, three in the morning. When I hear Lily, Caleb, or Kelani, or myself laughing, you know, we just we communicate that way. So yeah, pray for but, us. Pray but, for us. Go to your two shots. But we also, <laughs> we do have family time. Well, yeah, I guess TikTok is our family and time. And that is part of, I mean, it's not, we're not neglecting each other. <clears throat> Facts. You know, we have our separate time and they're like, you know, let's turn the TV off and we just chill. Well, that's a base family right there. That's why. Again, see, that's different. And But it shows us, like, we're communicating because of her humor and your humor. And then Kehlani's <laughs> humor is totally different. Yeah, all Caleb's. You know, so we're learning each other through humor, through what their interest is. Yeah. And I that's why I like it. Because, like, okay, he's learned, he's thinking about gardening. Mm -hmm. He wants to grow this. He wants this. Before you pages. So next time I go to Walmart, I'm going to buy something to help his garden because that's what he's sending me yeah. you food you know recipes okay okay so let's do this recipe recipe tonight you know that's how we communicate yeah but we're not secluding ourselves mm -hmm. we're not putting up walls we're not yeah because one thing i i'm always telling my kids now that we're like we're in church where we go every sunday morning sunday night wednesday night um really that's, that's it. it that's it right now but every time we're at church, I tell them, you better not be on your phones. Mm -hmm. You know, it, don't be on your phones. Talk to everybody. And there are students there. I'm not trying to just cachet and call people out. That's how you parent do you. But my kids, y'all going to be in the moment with the pastor, the leaders there. You know, and everyone loves our kids because mm -hmm. they're so happy. They genuinely are. They're good. They're good. They're their age. Mm-hmm. Caleb is a 14-year-old boy. Yeah. Lily is a 16-year-old young lady. Yes, Kaylani's going to be and is a 17, 18-year-old young woman. Yeah. They are their age. They're not 16 trying to look like 20, 23, 24. Caleb's not going to be 14 acting like he's a grown man when he's not. He's yeah. Be a boy. Be a young boy. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. 
Because the Bible says, when I became a man, I put away childish things. <clears throat> you put it away. Yeah. And these are the levels of life I'm trying to teach through, I guess, a living example of what I'm trying to be. Not perfection, man, but progression. Mm -hmm. That's it. And that's where I like the, these podcasts are going to go. I pray that you guys have gotten this far. DM me. I will cash up you a thousand dollars. What? If you've gotten this far. Lord, look at Lord. <laughs> She's like, what? No, I'm just kidding. But I'm a liar. Sorry. Forgive me. I'm not perfect like you guys. <laughs> you know, you guys are perfect. You didn't I'm, have to say dollars at the end. You could have said thousand. A thousand blinks. <laughs> you know, I'm going to DM you a thousand winks. <laughs> you know, not heck no, man. Hold on, go ahead. <laughs> that's corny but i love you guys yeah stay tuned podcast is man getting a lot of traction a lot of love <sighs> again man what's that saying man does um the slowest not the slowest win the race what is that called what's that, that quote patience i don't, I don't know. wins the race i just think of the turtle yeah patience wins the race so we're on a a slow, steady pace yeah. on this race in your face. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to rhyme. But I love you guys. Go check out our other podcasts. Go check out our other seasons. We've had so many great people on the pod. We're going to have another business owner on the podcast. That's going to be dope. I know Lily's been a big fan of these guys type of um uh, food restaurant here is local. It's very Korean, very po pop culture type stuff, man. It's it's cool. So again, I'm not just trying to be super serious and, you know, but I have just things on my heart that I want to get off as a man. Mm -hmm. And I want to relate to you men, you people out there, you individuals, you that, them, days, this and ups. It's like this and like that and like this and up. I don't care. I want to connect with you guys, love on you guys, let you guys know I'm here. You're still here for a reason. Don't stop. Don't quit. Bye. <laughs> hey everyone, thanks for watching. I just want to thank you guys once again for your love, for your support, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this live reaction. Again, my thoughts on Tate. If you guys have an opinion, if you guys have a question, if you guys have comments, if you guys want to, you know, have a conversation about what I talked about today, man, please DM me, please email me, please follow me on Instagram. Give me a DM. Again, man, I'm not here to try to change your mind or make you believe like me. I just want to put out fun, real content, but make it fun. Make it, you know, not take things too serious. But I love you guys. You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.